0: Hello, everyone. This is Ale, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but welcome to my podcast, She Talks. Now, for starters, let's get some background info up in here. So basically, I'm a television and film production major at Pepperdine University right now, and my entire life, I've always been into social media, I would say, I guess. Um, I've always loved photography, videography, watching YouTube videos, watching Netflix, watching movies, like everything. Like I carve out time and I have been carving out time since I was really little to, I don't know, like basically if I can get the words out, I've always just made time for me to watch TV and listen to music, listen to podcasts, like all that stuff. Last year I attended Point Loma Nazarene University in San Diego for a year and I had my... First chance of, like, my very own podcast. Basically, I just, like, told stories that went on at my school. Whatever. Besides the point, um, I instantly fell in love with podcasts after that one project. I knew I needed to have one one day because, as all of you know, I talk. Hence the name of my podcast, She Talks, because that's basically all I do. I can talk for hours and hours and hours, I feel like, on end if you cut me off then I guess I'll stop talking, but I don't know. I could just basically talk about anything and everything. I've also been in love with Emma Chamberlain's podcast, Anything Goes, because she literally talks about anything she wants. And she also basically motivated me to start this podcast as well. And so, you know, it's 2021. Let's do it. I've been having this idea for so long. So I figured I'd just start it. And This first episode, I'm going to kind of go in deep with you guys. Kind of let you guys know a lot about me. Going to be very raw, going to be very real, very authentic. But that's who I am. I don't... I don't cover shit up, okay? I let it all out. I'm 100% me, 100% 100 Ale all the time. And yeah, so like I said, it's 2021. The start of the new year. So let's reflect because... These last few days, I've been doing a lot of reflecting. I actually started a journal in the beginning of 2020. And I just told myself, let's just document every day here. Write down every day. Write down my thoughts every day. And I'm like halfway through my journal right now. But I didn't write like every day. I wrote like probably once a month. And wow, reading it is kind of hard because, you know, I'm going to get into this in this episode too. But backstory, I've struggled with self-confidence my entire life i feel like i never really found my identity i kind of always have always just been carefree and happy but happy was like my only identity being positive was my only identity i feel like no one ever really saw another side of me and i feel like people still don't but i think now it's just more natural like my happiness and if i'm having a bad day i'll let it show but i'm just happy all the time lately but anyways i was reading my journal and i struggled a lot over quarantine like a lot a lot and I'm just I'm so grateful to be in such a better place now but I was literally reading it and I almost cried uh because it's hard you know it's hard to read how I used to feel like it's I feel bad for that girl that was writing in her journal over quarantine because you know she was struggling but we're good now she's she's thriving right now right here right now because I'm talking to you guys but reflection okay that's the topic today we're going to start from the very beginning. And what I mean by that is my childhood. So when I was a kid, I was carefree. I was energetic. You know, I was just, I don't know. I feel, i can't remember very much from my childhood. I just, I really just don't remember much from my childhood, you know? But basically, I grew up playing softball. That, softball was my shit, like my entire life. Like I was on that softball grind since I was six years old. When I started playing softball, that was a big big contribution to the start of my insecurities and my self-doubt because when i played softball my coaches not to not like no hate on any of my coaches like they were all such great coaches but i don't know there were times where i felt very compared to my teammates to where like i if i made a mistake i would know i made a mistake like big time like i would feel so bad but if like my teammates made a mistake i feel like not their consequence but like the way they were told they made a mistake wasn't as bad as the way i was told if that makes sense like i remember crying in the dugouts feeling terrible about m- messing up and i it also was a big contribution like i said to myself doubt because i remember i'd be in the batter's box and i would not swing at a pitch even if i knew it was a strike i just wouldn't swing because i knew if i swung and i got out or if i missed or if it went into the outfield and the outfielder caught it that i'd be in so much trouble and so i felt like it'd be better just to watch and let the pitch hit the catcher's mitt, then swing. And wow, that that contributes so big to life. Whoa. Anyways. Um, yeah, I literally, I was scared. I was terrified. I just didn't feel confident in myself ever. And like I said, that was from the start, big contribution to my insecurities and my self-doubt. Then, you know, growing up, we're getting to middle school. Now in middle school, I really also had no identity. I just still hung around like all my friends. I love my friends by the way, love all my friends. I've always been the girl who was very quiet in class. Like I was only extroverted around the people I felt comfortable with. And I feel like a lot of people can relate. Like you feel so confident and so yourself around those people that just make you feel good about yourself, but when you're around anyone else, you are like quiet. I don't know, that's how I am. That's literally how I am, that's who I am who I always was growing up. And like, I don't, I just don't feel comfortable around someone unless I've gotten to know you well enough or something, you know, I don't know. But anyways, that's how it was. And all my friends, I feel like we're all, they're all very well known. And I was just kind of the girl like hanging out with them. And obviously, I'm not saying people didn't know who I was, but I'm just saying like, I wasn't as well known as my friends were. And you know, middle school, that's when puberty kind of starts, you know? And I felt like a lot of my friends, um, when we grew up, they kind of grew up faster than I did. And- And that's kind of when my acne started too and I've always struggled with acne like acne has been my biggest insecurity and so in middle school acne (laughs) acne was not helping a girl out okay guys and anyways that's kind of middle school overview of that now we get into high school this is kind of where a lot of stuff happens so by the time I'm into high school I'm still playing softball but my mom kind of encouraged me to start water polo because I'd been swimming since like seventh grade because my mom was a swimmer growing up and she just wanted one of her kids to swim. And so she put me in swimming. I was like in seventh grade. I fell in love with it. And by the time I got to high school, I kind of stopped swimming and I was more focusing on softball. And so my mom told me to try out for water polo, whatever. And I tried water polo the summer before my freshman year of high school. And I absolutely loved it because for those of you who know me, I am such a sweetheart. I'm really nice, but I never had an outlet to like be mean or be aggressive. And when I Started water polo and I realized there's like basically... There's rules, but there's like no rules as long as the refs don't see it. And I loved it. I loved being aggressive. I loved like showing my strength, you know, like my will, whatever. And so I fell in love with water polo and I was like, I'm doing it for sure. But when you start water polo, you're kind of encouraged to do swim too because it's like swim basically keeps the water polo players like fast and in shape for water polo season. But my only problem was... I wanted to do swim so bad so so bad but it was the same season as softball and then I had a choice to make and it was either I had a spot waiting for me on the JV softball team or I had the chance to make varsity swim and like these two options were weighing so heavy on my heart I remember I was like it took me forever to decide because softball had been a part of my life at that point for eight years where swim was only a part of my life for like three like years and I don't know that was the first time, too, I really took a risk on myself. And I was like, you know what? I think I can make varsity swim. I think I'm fast enough. Like, let's do it on it. And I took a big risk, like a badass risk. Like, like y'all don't know how bad, how big this decision was for me because softball was literally a part of my life. Like, everyone just knew me. I was, like, playing softball. And, I, and all my best friends I'd met from softball. And I remember the day, like, I told everyone I wasn't going to be playing softball anymore. I was going to try out for swim. It was weird. Like vibes vibes were definitely off. Anyways, fast forward I dropped for swim. I made the varsity swim team. One of the few, I was one of the few freshmen on the varsity swim team. And it just felt so good, felt so rewarding. And then ever since then, like, my confidence in the sports world, at least, was at, like, an all-time high. Because I was thriving in water polo. I was thriving in swim. I was swimming with, like, senior girls. I, I was fast. Like, I was... I was on my shit. Like, I was really good at what I was doing. I also met, like, a lot of my best friends from Water, polo and Swim, too, that I still have to this day. And I'm just, I'm also so grateful for that because if I never would have taken that risk, I wouldn't even have some of the people I literally call sisters today, too. Anyways, we're on our road to reflection still. Sorry. Honestly, no. I'm not apologizing for my talking a lot because you're you're listening to this podcast that is literally called She Talks because that's all I do. I be talking. Anyways, um, <laughs> I swear I have myself dead. So, anyways, high school, rough time. So, confidence in sports, all time high at the moment. But, like I said, I struggled with acne my entire life. And in high school, my acne was terrible. Like, I kid you not, I would wear pounds and pounds of makeup to cover the fact. That i had such bad acne i hated looking at my skin in the mirror i hated taking my makeup off for practice for swim practice because everyone would have to see my acne and i i was so insecure about it i felt so i felt so ugly in my body and it's so sad to say that but i did and also like my body type like i wasn't it's not like i was unhealthy but my body type compared to my friends i wasn't like the skinny girl that All everyone kind of went after, if that made sense. You know, like I was strong. I was fit, but I also wasn't like skinny. Like I never, I've never considered myself to be like skinny, you know, quote unquote skinny. And at the time, like I wasn't okay with that because I just didn't feel pretty. It was like acne and my body type didn't look like everyone else's body type. And, you know, like I just, I didn't feel confident in my own body. And it's, it's really like sad to think that like, I wasn't confident about myself. Because, like, the person I am right here, right now, talking to you is so completely different than the girl that I was when I was 15. It's insane. It's insane. And another thing, like I said, a lot of my friends were very well known in high school. Like, just a lot of people have, like, just knew them. I've always, I always just felt in high school that I was not that popular girl. Like, when I say popular, like, there was never like popular groups in my high school. It was just like well known. A lot of my friends were well known. I never felt like I was well known because, like I said, I was quiet. I just, I never spoke to people that I wasn't close with. I don't know. I Extroverted with the people I felt comfortable around. But, anyways, high school, that's when all my friends started kind of getting like their first boyfriends, or boys were really into them. And I was just the girl that boys didn't like. (laughs) Like, oh my God, I'm dead. Like, I'm not trying to say people like never liked me. Like, there's people that liked me, but the boys that liked me, I don't know. They just weren't like my standards, if that makes sense. I've always, that's another thing about myself. I've always had high standards for myself as an individual and i've just always been very picky about boys but in high school i thought that since all of my friends had boyfriends and they had boys after chasing after them that i needed that too and i felt like having a boyfriend was gonna solve my problems and was gonna make me love myself which is not the key it is not you need to find your own self-love before you can love someone else and i have been a big believer in that but i wanted a boyfriend so bad so i could see myself worth, so i could gained self-confidence which it shouldn't be the case like i said like i shouldn't have needed that but i was i think i was just jealous that my friends were so pretty and so well liked that i thought something was wrong with me i i remember i would always tell myself this i would question every day if something was wrong with me because i would wonder why don't boys like me why don't i have a boyfriend if everyone says i'm so pretty then how come i'm alone how come i feel lonely like all these thoughts were going through my head and i've always had so many friends and so much love and support from my family too yet i felt so alone and it's crazy because like you see me and i'm so happy i'm so positive but underneath i felt so lonely and so like sad about myself and so ugly and i hated it and like today i was looking through old pictures on my ipad because i found my old ipad plugged it in plugged her in you know charged her up and i was looking through photos And I started crying basically because I was looking at these pictures of myself from my senior year of high school when I would call myself ugly. And I'm looking at this girl and her smile and she's so beautiful. But I convinced myself that I was so ugly because I had acne. Because my body didn't look the way that other girls' bodies looked like because i didn't have a boyfriend or i didn't have a million boys crushing on me and for any of you like listening out there like try to find yourself worth because if any of the things that i listed off is contributing to you thinking that you're not worth it or that you're not enough like just know you are enough and you you're beautiful and you're amazing and just never forget that never forget it please but anyways back to our oh my god my voice just cracked y'all it's it's two days after new year's i'm still busted from the other night um (laughs) anyways yeah i even remember sometimes at school i would like skip meals and just go to swim practice and try to like solve my problems that way and my biggest breaking point was the night of my senior year prom we're fast forwarding a lot right now in high school so yeah it's senior prom I was nominated for prom court and I remember the day I got nominated for prom court like the top 3 for like prom queen I felt so special like and in, and this is kind of where like that breaking point started I realized I'm like And do people really know who I am? Because all throughout high school, I just thought I was another face in the crowd. Like no one really knew me other than my close friends. But I remember like I made the top three for prom court and I was shocked. Like I didn't even believe it. Even my friends, they were like, we knew you weren't gonna believe it because I didn't. I truly didn't. And in that moment, I realized, wow, like people know who I am. Like as sad as it is to say this, i realized i was pretty for like a moment like in that split moment i was like i must be pretty and it's so weird like i remember myself thinking that but anyways it's prom night um i'm with my friends having the best time and i've always just kind of had boy problems (laughs) in high school like i said all throughout high school i would like a boy try to get his attention then he would find out i liked him because i was just so bad at keeping my feelings because when I like someone, like I go all in, like I want your attention twenty four seven. I want to be talking to you twenty four seven, and that's not how it works. You you have to have space for you too. You know what I mean? But anyways, boys just kind of use that to their advantage in high school. I'm not gonna go into detail, but <laughs> if you know me, you know <laughs> my struggles that I that I had because it was be- it all was because I didn't love myself and I was chasing people to love me so I could love me if that made any sense but anyways as all these things do it was a boy problem that night I was trying to get a boy's attention I did get his attention then I found out he didn't like me like while I was at the dance I found out he didn't like me and he knew I liked him and I just I just felt so embarrassed and that was the breaking point itself because I had gone through high school liking a boy I think like every single year of high school I probably liked a boy and then it happened to where I was Like kind of talk to him for a little bit and then he would know I liked him But like use it to his advantage probably just to feed his ego that like a girl liked him And then it would just end in a way and I know they probably weren't doing it on purpose They were just living their life But to me I just felt like my whole life would like fall apart when I found out they didn't like me back Because then I was back to square one I was like wow I'm ugly wow wow I'm nothing like I don't have a boyfriend I don't have a boy that likes me and it sucks I just I hate that I used to think that but I'm sure everyone kind of goes through things like that that. but anyways prom night breaking point i remember i went home and i told my mom everything i'd been keeping like it a secret that i liked this boy for a while but she knew like mothers mothers know everything so she knew but I basically went home and I cried the whole night I was literally the song like that song I think it's called prom queen or something and she's like crying in my prom dress like I literally cried in my prom dress I've never told anyone that too but I went home sat on my couch in my beautiful dress my beautiful hair my beautiful makeup and I felt like nothing I felt so little so small and I cried and I cried and I cried and I was just questioning like if I'm so amazing like everyone says then why doesn't anyone like me and i remember like why don't i like me in that week it was a rough week i would go to school put a face on that i was happy come home shower from practice and lay in my bed put my earphones in and blast sad music and cry like i would just With all my lights off, my door was closed and I would sit in my bed and cry. And it's so, it's sad to remember that, that I used to cry so, so much. And I remember after that week, I don't know what happened, but something clicked in my head and I was like, I need to change this. Like I need to, I need to learn to love myself. And then that's when my journey to learning to love myself kind of happened. All right. So from then on, um, I started to slowly work on myself and try to find that self-love, but it was just never really effective. Like nothing ever happened. Nothing changed. I, I was still insecure. I was still not confident about myself. Like one of the biggest things I always remember was I used to look at myself in the mirror And if I felt like I looked pretty one day I would like hype myself up in my head I'm like oh my gosh like I'm so pretty and this and that And then I'd be like no you're not pretty Like something I don't know what it was But something in my head would be like no you're not pretty remember you have acne You don't look like these other girls you don't have a boyfriend Like you're not pretty And it's so sad because I used to tell myself I was ugly Like I, I literally used to tell myself I was ugly And yeah, of course I had the days where I was fully confident, but then overall I just had like that voice in the back of my head telling me like, no, you're not pretty, but... Yeah, it was just never effective. So summer before college, I went and visited my family in Guatemala. My acne got worse. And it was like literally the worst that it had ever been. All throughout high school, I'd been like going to the dermatologist too. And my dermatologist always recommended Accutane. Like always, always, always like go on Accutane. That's going to be like the thing that fixes your acne. There are heavy side effects with um, Accutane, such as like joint pain and like muscle pain. And since I was such a competitive swimmer, my mom, my mom and I both agreed that I shouldn't go on Accutane in high school because we've heard stories of like people not being able to compete and being able to compete was just way too important to me that I just opted out of Accutane. So I kind of suffered through high school because I didn't go on Accutane. Obviously I was trying to take other acne medications but none of them worked ever. But yeah, I went through... Went through summer with the worst acne I'd ever had, and finally I went to the dermatologist a month before I started college. And I begged my mom to let me start Accutane and she said yes because I wasn't playing any sports, nothing. So I started Accutane a month into college. And let me tell you, I'm gonna get to this, but Accutane is a lifesaver. Oh my god. I thank Accutane and the creators of Accutane for my self-confidence. Because wow, ever since I started that, that is really my road to self-confidence, was my acne clearing up. So basically i started school at point loma and i fell in love with my major i instantly fell in love with my major like that is when i realized like television film production is like what i want to do for the rest of my life like i for sure know it i have no doubt in my mind it's what i want to do i made great friends and And then i got my second breaking point was my (laughs) the winter break of 2019 and at this point, my acne was clearing up, so I was feeling a little better about myself. But I remember Ozzy. Shout out to you, Ozzy, my big bro. Um, he was in my room with me, and I basically told him everything. I told him all my boy dramas that had happened to me. I told him how I, I just didn't feel love for myself and how I just I didn't love the person that I looked at in the mirror and i remember he straight up told me he, he told me how sad that made him feel because he told me that he would he looked at me and he saw someone completely different he saw a beautiful strong girl and he felt so sad that his little sister was talking shit on herself when he saw the beauty in me <laughs> And that really opened my eyes and i remember thinking to myself like whoa like like someone other than myself has told me that i'm i'm pretty and they like they mean it because for those of you who have brothers like they don't just go up and tell you that you're pretty all the time or that you're beautiful like it takes a lot and the fact that my big brother like told me i was beautiful i just i believed it i i truly believed it and so i remember from that day like something in my head clicked like a switch like flipped on in my mind and i said i love myself i'm confident and i worked on it i started doing things that i love like working out more and more and more and like feeding my body with like healthier foods and like taking care of the skin that was starting to clear up on my face and i just remember falling in love with myself and i i was just so confident i was being fully me and then i remember i went to school and i was exuding this confidence and i finally realized that i wasn't alone in it anyways i'm back at school i'm loving life i'm a confident queen and then i started talking to a boy and it was kind of serious i mean at least i thought it was serious and i had realized that because of my self-confidence and me knowing my worth like good things were coming my way and a boy that i really liked came my way and we talked every night we facetimed all the time and i just felt so happy and special and giddy and then you know, little miss. miss. Rona came around (laughs) and I was locked in my house in quarantine and right before quarantine happened literally like the week quarantine started like that week before I went and visited my two best friends um in northern California it was the first weekend of my spring break so I went to go visit them and I had the weekend of my life it was so much fun and life was amazing and then I was like riding this like yeah you know like life's great you know I'm in college I'm an adult and then quarantine hit and then I've been home since like last march and quarantine was a big contributor to my second downfall of my life i thought i was gonna be confident like my whole life after my little talk with ozzy and then my confidence just went back down And I started to think I didn't deserve to be happy or to be loved. And then the thing with the boy, like, it started falling out too. So then I was like, no one likes me. Like, I'm ugly again. Like, all of this. Like, because being, like, locked in a house is, like, so difficult. And everyone knows because we've all been through quarantine already. But being, like, locked in your house is the worst thing ever. And I remember I used to not want to leave my room because I didn't want to have to interact with people. Like, I wasn't in the mood to just walk Downstairs and do the exact same thing over and over again for that day Quarantine was just rough for like the first few months. Like I just I felt so ugly. I felt so unlovable I felt like I just didn't deserve happiness because I, I had felt what it was like to be happy Earlier in the year and then to go be locked in my house. I just was like wow like just it's not it's not for me Like I I don't deserve to be happy. I don't deserve to be loved and when I was reading my journal too like I'm reading my like entries where I tell myself like if I I questioned if I really did deserve love and if I you know I just felt so lonely and it was like of course I had my friends and stuff but I'm also the type of person like if I'm going through shit I'm not gonna tell you like I need people to like figure it out somehow and then come approach me which isn't how it works but it's what I needed and... I wasn't getting it and I realized like I just felt alone because I wasn't really reaching out to my friends about it and no one was really reaching out to me during quarantine and I really saw like my everyone's true colors like you I'm sure everyone else went through this too but you saw people's true colors over quarantine but then my birthday came around and also my mother and um my family in general, we very strict on like quarantine. Like we really didn't see very many people and all that stuff. And so it was my birthday and it was a big deal. I had, like four people come over <laughs> and I had a little party. It wasn't a party. It was literally just four people who came over. And I remember from that day on, my confidence started to go back up because I realized like there's hope. Like, yeah, I'm locked in my house, but... At some point, I'm going to be outside again or I'm going to be with my friends again. And it's like, there's hope. And then that's when my second thing kind of clicked. And it's like, Ale, like, look at you. Like you're, like, you're this beautiful girl. Like, you deserve to be happy. Let's get back on it. And I craved, like, I craved making myself a better person, if that makes sense. Like, I was sick and tired of being sad because what's, like, what's the point of being sad? Seriously, like, what are you going to do? You're going to mope around your room all day and then you're going to be sad about what you look like or who you are no like go out there and fix it like if you want change you have to do something about it like and it finally like clicked in my head like girl if you want to be a better person you need to work on it you have to change things you have to find the things that you love to do and do it every day until you find that self-love and that's what i did i was working out a bunch again i was eating really healthy again i was I got way more into my skincare, started buying more skincare products. And then good things started coming my way again. Like I got a job finally and I was making money and I was happy that I was like making money for myself and for my future and I'm, I was saving and it helped keep me busy. And that's my biggest thing. It's like I'm the person I love to stay busy in all of quarantine. I had nothing to do and that's that's what hurt. And it's like I had nothing to do. I had nothing to keep me busy. And then also I started at my dream school because, oh my God, I didn't even mention this. So I transferred, I transferred schools. Um, yeah, I transferred schools and I was starting at my dream school, Pepperdine. Life was amazing. I rushed for a sorority. I got into the sorority I'd always wanted to get into. And like all these little things just added up to my self-confidence and it just built up and built up and built up. And then I don't know how to explain it, but I just finally loved myself and now now we're here now you're talking to me and um anyways that's my big old reflection i don't think i've ever sat down and like just told like my story so thanks for listening to that but basically i just want to talk about the things that i did to learn to love myself because it's been a long hard journey and where i'm at right now i am at my all-time high of just self-love self-confidence like knowing my worth like I finally know my worth and I know what I deserve and like I realize, like I don't need a man to be happy I just I don't need a man to be happy and I think that's another big thing for everyone out there like you need to realize that you don't need someone else in your life to make you happy you just need you because in the long run you're with yourself your entire life everything you do every day is with you And if you don't love the person that you are, then you have to do something to change it. Because you have to love yourself. I'm not, like, I'm not trying to go out and tell everyone what to do. But loving yourself is a big contribution to happiness. And I think that's why I'm always happy. It's because I just, I love who I am. I love the person I'm becoming. Like, I'm so excited for my future. Like, I don't even know what my future holds. And I know a lot of people are scared of the future. But you have to be, you have to realize, you have to be excited for like the unknown like there's so many things that i love about life and there's so many people i know i haven't met yet that i'm just so excited to meet like i know there's good things coming my way and i can't wait to like come across it if that makes sense but basically some of the things that i needed to know to love myself was i just had to see my real beauty by that i mean i had to do things i love Like, I love working out, so I kept working out. I love taking care of my skin, so I started taking care of my skin, buying skincare products, doing research, watching YouTube videos. Fix the things that you want to fix. Like, do the things you want to do. Like, over quarantine, I started a YouTube channel. I have 30 subscribers, okay? That's literally it, but do I love talking? Do I love showing what I'm doing every day? And I love video editing. So I started a YouTube channel. And yeah, I have five people who like watch my videos, but those five people I know that they love. They love the content I'm putting out. So I started a YouTube channel and that just made me so happy. The thing is with self-confidence too, it's like you have to be the one to find it. People can tell you all they want and they can tell you how amazing you are, how great you are, because that's what happened to me my whole life. People just told me how amazing I was, how pretty I was, how this, how that, but I didn't believe it. I didn't see it. And the thing is, it's like I had to work on me in order to see and in order to find it because i'm gonna share another little story it's about like in august right when my self-confidence was coming back and i remember one day i was just like listening to music my favorite music and i i caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and then i looked back and i had the biggest smile on my face like this smile did not wipe away from my face for one second. I was so happy. I literally stared at myself for a good 10 minutes in the mirror. Laughing and being all giddy about me. Like I, I, I love who I am. I love what I stand for. I love my friends. I love my family. I love what I do on a day to day basis. Like and I think for me at least in order just to fully be proud of who I am and know my worth. I just needed to do the things I love. Like I said. Do the things you love like you won't feel self-love until I think you're surrounding yourselves with the things that you like to do and the people that you love and you like to be surrounded by be surrounded by good energy like take out all that toxic shit like take out all the people that mean nothing to your life or whatever like if someone is bringing you down have a talk with them tell them if something is bothering you man up and do it. Like, I mean, talk about it. Like, get it all out there. Like, that's what I do. Like, now I don't take shit from anyone. I've never taken crap from anyone ever. But I think now I'm actually acting on it. Like, if someone treats me like shit, then I'm gonna let them know. And I'm gonna let them know it's not okay. Someone stands you up on a date, you tell them it's not okay. You tell them that you know your worth. And you tell them it's not gonna happen again. Like, it's shit like that. Like, you need to realize your worth. But also show your worth. Like, just be confident. Carry yourself in a manner to where no one, where everyone knows that they can't fuck with you. Like, in a bad way, if that means, if that makes sense. Like, they know you're cool and everything, but they know they can't cross you because they know, like, that you're a bad bitch. Like, just know you're a baddie. Like, boys and girls, like, everyone out there, know you're a baddie. Know your worth. Like, like, I know everyone has struggled with this at some point in their life. And you just... You need to find your confidence and you need to find your self-love and you just need to know that you're amazing. Please know you're amazing. Please, please, please know you're amazing. And of course, I still have my sad days. I'm on my sim shit sometimes, but I let myself be sad like in that moment. I let myself be sad, but I remind myself constantly like, yeah, you're sad, but you know you're worth. You know you're amazing. You know you're a queen. Like I literally say that stuff all the time. I also like... Another thing with confidence, I think it's also just not giving a fuck about what other people think. And I think you just need to know that whatever other people think, like, it doesn't matter. It matters what you think. Like, one of my biggest things until released recently, actually, was I was always scared to post certain things on social media. Like, a picture of me or, like, retweet something or post something where I thought I looked cute because I didn't want to come off at of that as that girl that was trying too hard. But honestly, when it comes down to it, no one's trying hard to do anything. Everyone's being themselves and they're putting out content where they're showing that. So now I post TikToks of literally, like, I, I'm not even an influencer. But like people, like, I remember one time someone was like, oh, you're trying to be an influencer, huh? And I'm like, no, but like, what's it to you? Like, I'm being confident and I'm like, I felt cute in this video. I'm going to post it. Or I felt cute in this picture. I'm going to post it. Or, uh, like, this is what I'm thinking right now, let me tweet it. You know what I mean? Like, just just do what makes you happy. Like, who cares about what other people think? Who cares about the judgment? Like, do you, be you, like, be happy. Like, everyone always asks me to come happy all the time. And I think it's just because I'm doing the shit that I want to do on a daily basis. Like, I create my day to the way I want to do it. Like, I, I'm i just me. I'm fully Authentically, a hundred percent me. And I just, for everyone out there, take my advice or don't take it. I'm not, I'm not trying to like force things upon you. But I just want everyone to know that you are a hundred percent worth it. You're hundred percent amazing. You're queens. You're kings. You got that crown on your head. Never let it fall off. Don't drop it. <laughs> just know that you're amazing. And then you have me. If you ever want to talk, you have me. I'm here. I'm always here. I love helping people. I love listening to people. I like just being there for people because there's another thing. I am the way I am towards people because that's how I would want to be treated. Treat others how you want to be treated, please. I'm just always there for people and I'm always listening because I want to have those people there for me. And I want to know I can trust people. You know what I mean? Even though 2020 was a rough ass year, I want to say from June to December of 2020 was probably the best best time of my life i met so many great people from my work so many great people with like people that literally live in my area that i met at work and they're now like really good friends of mine and it's it's insane like who would have thought we would all come together and be friends and like all of the relationships i had with my friends before too like all my best friends like they've all strengthened we've all become so much more real and raw with each other and more comfortable with one another they're gonna be with me my entire life and sorry guys if you're all all my friends right now you're listening you're not I'm not leaving you like <laughs> I'm in this with you forever that's that's on it um that was my first episode of she talks wow I do be talking because right now I'm looking um I'm looking at how long this episode has been it's been 45 minutes I've been recording so she do be talking <laughs> she do be talking though but Honestly, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to my big ol' reflection. I promise, like, not all my episodes are gonna be, like, this sad. Even though I don't I don't think my story is sad. It's all growth. Like, everything is growth. But I'm gonna be talking about a bunch of random stuff here. Anything I want to talk about, I'm gonna be talking about. Thank you for listening to She Talks. Never forget your worth. Please know you're all amazing. And I love every single person who even, like, wa- if you even, like, listen to, like, two minutes of this, like, that made my day. So thank you. But anyways, thanks for listening to She Talks and I'll talk to you later. Bye.